0: Welcome back to Local News Live. Great to chat with Local News Live White House correspondent John Decker. John, thanks for taking some time with us today. On Tuesday's January 6th committee hearing produced a number of revelations. What are some of the major takeaways?
1: Well, there were three hours of testimony that we heard yesterday. The longest hearing thus far, this was the seventh hearing, and the final hearing scheduled for next week in prime time. Yesterday, we heard snippets from that sworn television deposition Uh, given by the former White House counsel to President Trump, Pat Cipollone. Uh, He corroborated much of the testimony that we've already heard about what was going on in the White House in the days and weeks leading up to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. uh, He provided uh, clarity, greater detail about some of the things that were discussed, including the possibility of the military confiscating voting machines all across the country. That, of course, did not come to pass. We also learned during the course of this hearing that there were Trump associates, uh, two that you may know, uh, that was General Michael Flynn, the former national security advisor, Roger Stone, who had communications with some of those extremist groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers that were involved in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Those communications uh, continued in the weeks leading up to January 6th and on January 6th itself. Uh, Those were some of the major takeaways from yesterday's hearing. Congresswoman Liz Cheney said former President Trump tried to contact a potential
0: witness. That witness then alerted their attorney, according to uh, Congresswoman Cheney. Any more details on this, and has the president responded?
1: The former president has not responded to that specific claim made during the tail end of yesterday's hearing by Congresswoman Cheney, who's the vice chair of this committee. Uh, what we know is a little bit of what you just said. Uh, this witness has not testified yet. Perhaps they'll be testifying uh, at that final hearing next week. Uh, according to Congresswoman Cheney, the witness was uh, tried, was, uh, President Trump tried to reach out by phone to this witness. The witness did not pick up the phone. They contacted their attorney. The attorney contacted the committee. And the committee, in turn, contacted the Department of Justice. Uh, The DOJ does not comment on ongoing investigations of any sort, including this allegation of witness tampering on the part of the former president. So that's all that we know at this point, Ryan. We're talking with Local News Live White House correspondent John Decker.
0: John, uh, switching gears here, President Biden's in Israel today. It's President Biden's first trip to the Middle East. As president, what does he hope to accomplish in Israel
1: and the West Bank? Well, the president arrived in Israel today. He's spending the next uh, two and a half days in Israel. Uh, With with Israel, he wants to firm up uh, security ties, defense cooperation between the U.S. uh, and Israel, our most uh, trusted ally in the Middle East. Also wants to firm up security cooperation between Israel and its Arab neighbors, including Saudi Arabia, trying to normalize relations between Israel and Saudi Arabia. That will not happen this trip, but the Biden administration trying to build upon one of those major accomplishments of the Trump administration, the Abraham Accords, in which Israel normalized relations with a number of Arab countries, including Morocco, Sudan, the United Arab Emirates. Uh, and that's something that the administration says is worthwhile building upon, given that it provides more security in the region. Also up for discussion the threat that Iran poses to the region, to Israel and Saudi Arabia. And then as far as the Palestinians are concerned, the president will meet uh, with Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas, uh, and this is to repair very strained relations that have existed between the U.S. and the Palestinian Authority since the Trump years.
0: John, my last question for you. You mentioned the president's gonna travel to Saudi Arabia. Why is that leg of his trip receiving some criticism and what does President Biden hope to accomplish there?
1: Uh, The major reason is because of the poor human rights record that Saudi Arabia has. Uh, And in fact, uh, lawmakers from both parties uh, have criticized the president for traveling to Saudi Arabia, essentially saying, why are you rewarding uh, this violator of human rights repeated violator of human rights with a presidential visit. Uh President Biden himself uh, said that uh he wanted to make uh Saudi Arabia a pariah nation. He said that when he was a candidate for president. But things have changed now that he is president. Uh Saudi Arabia plays a very important part strategically and economically to the U.S. In fact former President Trump's first trip abroad was to Saudi Arabia, give you a sense about how important that country is yeah. and uh look uh, one of the focus uh points of president biden in his visit to saudi arabia which will begin on friday is getting the kingdom to increase the supply of oil uh and increase OPEC's supply of oil on the world oil market so as to bring down the cost of gas right here in the us and we are told that saudi arabia will likely do just that Mm -hmm. will adhere to that request in the weeks following this meeting that the president will have this week Local News Live, White House correspondent
0: John Decker. John, as always, we really appreciate your time and knowledge.